It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Hey ho, we did it again. Another episode. What's what's uh, what's what's your name? That's a, that's a fantastic name. Thank you very much. My name is Spencer. I am your host for this show called The Dictionary. This is the top section of page 334. If you don't know, I divide each page into about four sections usually, and that's each episode. Okay, the first word in this episode is dentist. Dentist, everybody's favorite person, D-E-N-T-I-S-T. It's a noun from 1752. One who is skilled, skilled in, and licensed to practice the blah, blah, blah. I don't like my words today. One who is skilled in and licensed to practice the prevention, diagnosis, and treatment of diseases, injuries, and malformations of the teeth, jaws, and mouth, and who makes and inserts false teeth. All those things, they do all those things. They help. It's, it's all about the teeth, the jaws, and the mouth. All the things around the mouth, maybe even your lips, probably not your lips because it's not, it's not a bone material. Um, but, uh, and then they prevent problems, they diagnose problems, they treat problems, diseases, injuries, malformations. They clean, they do all those, all those fun things. And then they give you the fake ones if you want the fake ones. There's so many things that, are, that you can do with the teeth teeth. Mm. I mean, I talked about this a lot in yesterday's episode. Please brush and floss. Brush when you get up in the morning. I almost forgot to brush my teeth this morning. I forgot to set my alarm, so I got up an hour later than I meant to. Oops. Uh, And then brush your teeth when you go to bed and floss and maybe even floss at another time in the day. You can't, can't floss too much. No, you can't. Go to the dentist twice a year. Do all the things. Have happy, healthy teeth. I sound very cheesy, but it's true. Okay, so what sound do we associate with a dentist? The next word is dentistry, with a T-R-Y at the end. This is a noun from 1838, the art or profession of a dentist. I wonder if any of them say, I'm an artiste. I'm a dentist, but I am an artiste. I am a dentartist. Dentartist? It's dentistry. The next word is dentition. Noun from 1615. One, the development and cutting of teeth. So is this what's happening in your jaw when the teeth develop in the jaw and then they push through the gums? That's when they're being cut. They're the teeth are cutting. You're cutting teeth. That is dentition. I guess. I think. I'm maybe number two. The character of a set of teeth, especially with regard to their number, kind, and arrangement. And it says, see the tooth illustration. So the dentition. What is the dentition of your mouth of your teeth? Uh, do you have less teeth? Every just the way that you can describe how your teeth are. Number, kind, arrangement. Which kind of teeth do you have? Are you all molars? 
That's not possible. Are you all canines? That's not possible. I don't think. Maybe sometimes in a small degree? Probably not. You can have extra molars. And then just how they're arranged. Are they crooked? Are they straight? You're not going to have the molars in the front and the canines in the back. That's all dentition. And then number three, the synonym, is just teeth. Your teeth are your dentition. This is from the Latin verb dentire, which means to cut teeth. The teeth are cutting. The next word is dentulous. D-E-N-T-U-L-O-U-S. Dentulous. Adjective from 1926. Having teeth. If anything has teeth, it is dentulous. I know some people, mostly older people, who are not dentulous. Uh, <laughs> and Weird Al has a great song, which I was going to mention actually in the next word, because um, I think he specifically mentions this, but uh, it's a great place to mention it here. He has a song called Toothless People, so it could have also been called Dentulous People, but that's too many syllables. It doesn't work. We'll play a clip. They never have to buy toothpicks or dental floss. Hey! The next word is denture. Noun from 1842. Maybe the clip that I played had the word denture in it. Probably not. If not, maybe we'll put in another clip. Number one for denture. A set of teeth. Just your teeth is a set, a set of teeth. You can find a set at your local store. It's the, it's denture. Number two, an artificial replacement for one or more teeth, especially a set of false teeth. Oh, yes, there's the old story of George Washington having wooden teeth. Uh, one day I went over to my grandparents' house. This was, this must have been 10-ish years ago. I don't know, not all that long ago. And he was missing some teeth. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? I didn't know you were missing teeth. Turns out, uh, for all these years, I had no idea. He had, um, you know, like a half set of dentures, like some of them. And then he, they were, they broke. So he had to get them fixed. So in the meantime, he had less teeth. And I had never seen him that way before. And it was very weird. And I think I was in my 30s. Uh, okay, dentures, dentures, I hope I never have to have dentures. I have dreams about teeth falling out of my head, and I don't like it, and so I have, I have issues with that, as, like, probably most people do. The next word, Zzz. denturist, noun from 1964, a dental technician who makes, fits, and repairs dentures directly for the public. They make them for the public. They don't make them for a wholesaler or somebody who's selling dentures on the black market. They make them directly for the public. And uh, they're, they're, they're a master at making dentures. Thanks, denturists. The next word. Zzz. We are moving away from the teeth words. I believe, yes, there shouldn't be any more because... That was the D-E-N-T section. Now this is the D-E-N-U section, starting with denuclearize. Denuclearize. You could also say, some people say, denuclearize. Denuclearize. Yeah, it's the flipping of the the letters, which uh, I don't particularly care for. This is a transitive verb from 1958. 
So, you know, after World War II, for, what, 15 years or so, we had a whole, the whole nuclear scare about we're going to blow you up and we're going to make bigger bombs. And then, in 1958, they started to think, well, maybe we don't need to. But it's more of the idea. I think the idea of not being in the arms race, the nuclear arms race, I think it happened maybe later. Anyway, denuclearize is to remove nuclear arms from and prohibit the use of nuclear arms in. Prohibiting the use of them, removing them from places, let's all denuclearize, because it can be very, very dangerous, and we know the problems that come with that. Denuclearization is a noun. The next word is denude, or Denude. Yeah, I got to get that Y sound in there. Denude. It is a transitive verb from the 15th century. One, to deprive of something important. Hmm. I was not aware of this one because I am not a well-read person. To deprive of something important. If you're taking away my important stuff, you are denuding me of those things. To A, to strip of all covering of, or surface layers. If you're taking off your clothes, if you're taking off the top layers of a cake, you are denuding. Hmm. See, this this is a weird word to me because it seems like, well, let's just finish it first. To be, to lay bare by erosion. So as erosion comes and takes all the things away and then the thing is left bare, it has been denuded. To see, to strip of forests. And the example of the, the strip, it's a strip of land. A strip of land of forests. Denudation is a noun. Denudement is a noun. This is from the Latin denudare, which it doesn't say what it means, but it is from de plus nudus, which means bear. So maybe denudare means to make bear. There's more at the word naked. So, when I see denude, I think of you are undoing the nudeness of a thing. But no. And this we come across this all the time. Why, why I don't understand. The D-E prefix doesn't always mean what you think it should mean. So, I think it's just to make nude is denude. But, it would be funny if it were denude. Undo the nudeness. I'm putting on clothes. I am denuding. Zzzz. The next word is denumerable, denumerable, adjective from 1902, the word number, numerable, numerator, that's all in there. The synonym for this is just countable, denumerable and countable. Can it be counted? It's denumerable. Denumerability is a noun. How much denumerability does that have? Denumerably is an adverb. Denunciation is next. And, you know, I apologize for the sound effects. It might, it might bring up a lot of uh, scary memories in your mind of somebody coming at you with a drill for a cavity. But, hey, you know what? Now you got the cavity filled and you don't have other problems. Denunciation Noun from 1548, an act of denouncing, especially a public 
con condemnation. Condemning a thing, a person, a place in public. You are denouncing it. You don't like it. You're, t you're talking about all of its bad things. It's a denunciation. Denunciative? Denunciative. That is an adjective. And denunciatory is an adjective. Zzz. Denverboot is next, with a capital D. Noun from 1968. A metal clamp that is locked onto one of the wheels of an automobile to immobilize it, especially until its owner pays accumulated parking fines. Luckily, I have never had to get a Denver boot, but I have seen them. People don't pay their tickets, and then the parking people, ticket people come around, and they say, oh, they got a lot of tickets to pay. I'm going to give them the boot so they can't move their car, and that's going to be a big problem for them. They got to pay before we take it off. Although I think I remember seeing some video where somebody was driving around with one of those on their car, and I don't know how that's even possible. But I guess it happened sort of maybe... Yeah, this is from Denver, Colorado. I have to imagine that they invented it over there, but maybe that was the first place to use it. They're like, you know what? We got these people with all these fines. We need a way to stop them from accumulating more fines. We need, to, we need the money. The city needs the money because they don't know how to park so good. So let's make a boot and let's call it a Denver boot. It's a boot for the car, not a boot for your foot. The next word is Denver omelet. Two words, noun from 1954. The synonym is just Western omelet. So, you know, Denver's in the sort of west, the westerly side, the more western portion of the United States. So it's an omelet made in the west. It's a Denver omelet. What? It's, I, it's the same thing, I guess. Zzzz. The next word is Denver sandwich. Two words, noun from 1925. This one's a lot older. And the synonym is just Western sandwich. So we got to wait until the W's to learn what is in a Western omelet and a Western sandwich. It's probably some food, I would imagine. There is one more word for this episode. There is one more word for this episode. Let's sing a little bit better for the people who so they don't get irritated at my stupid singing. The last word is deny. D-E-N-Y. This is the last of the D-E-N words. And that's all I got to say about that. So this is a verb. It looks like it's only transitive. Number one. Oh, from the 14th century. Can't forget that. Number one. To declare untrue, as in deny an allegation. Well, you might be saying it's untrue, but you could be lying as well. So deny, you know, it's not always the truest, the true, the truth, the truthiest, the most truth way to go about a thing. But often when people deny a thing, they are telling the truth. Number two, to refuse to admit or acknowledge, and the synonym is disavow, as in deny responsibility. I had no responsibility in that act. I deny my my uh, my involvement with it. Three a, to give a negative answer to, as in denying the petitioners 
or the just the petitioners, the petitioners, negative answer. So they are petitioning. They're asking you about things. Do you feel this way or that way? Yes or no? True or false? And that your negative answer is a deny. To a three B, to refuse to grant, as in deny a request. I deny to grant the request that you requested. You shall not have this request. Why? I don't know. Just I didn't feel like it. 3C. To restrain oneself from gratification of desires. Mmm. That could go a whole lot of ways. You're denying your the gratification. You have these desires and you want to be gratified. You want the desires. And when you have the desires, you will be gratified. But if you do not allow yourself these desires, you are denying yourself of them. I mean, that seems like kind of a specific definition, but I don't know. Number four is archaic. The synonym is decline. Something going down, declining, is denying. Definitely archaic in my brain. Number five to refuse to accept the existence, truth, or validity of. I don't accept that that thing exists or that the truth of that or the validity of that. Who we see a whole big group of people in this country just denying what? Evolution? Climate change? Science? People's rights to just exist? I don't like that. Denyingly is an adverb. And hey, we got some synonyms. Oh, wait, we should probably read the etymology first. Uh, deny from the Latin denigare, which is from de plus negare, which means to deny. And there's more at the word negate. It's all about the opposite. Negate, negative, positive. You get it. Okay, here is the synonym stuff. Deny gainsay, contradict, and contravene mean to refuse to accept as true or valid. Deny implies a firm refusal to accept as true, to grant or concede, or to acknowledge the existence or claims of, as in, denied the charges. Gainsay, which is G-A-I-N-S-A-Y, gainsay, implies disputing the truth of what another has said. As in, no one can gainsay her claims. And this one is new to me. So, no one can gainsay her claims. She says a thing, but you can't gainsay it. You can't dispute the truth because she said it. Um, hmm. How is this different from deny, though? I guess it's very specifically about Somebody said a thing. The word say is in this word. Somebody said a thing, and you are disputing the truth of that thing. This is a good word to know, I think. I feel probably gainsay. Somebody's going to say it, and then I'm going to say, Oh, I know that word because of the podcast I have. What's your podcast? Oh, it's called The Dictionary. You should go check it out. You might learn some words. No, I know all the words. Okay, don't listen to it. Contradict implies an open or flat denial, as in, her account contradicts his. It's just denying what what he said, her, she said, he said, she said, all different. They contradict each other. They are opposites. Contravene 
implies not so much an intentional opposition as some inherent incompatibility, as in laws that contravene tradition. So what do they do? They imply not so much an intentional opposition as some inherent incompatibility. So they are not compatible. They're not directly opposing. They're just not really compatible with each other. So laws that contravene tradition would say that tradition says we do this at this time of year or we do this, this is the thing that we do all the time. But then there are laws that say, mm, you can't really do that. In my, it's hard to come up. I, it seems like that those would be opposed, but it depends on the laws and the tradition. Can't think of a great example, but I think you totally understand it. Okay, I believe it is the time of the word of the episode time, which means we have to reread the words we had dentist, dentistry, dentition, dentulous, denture, denturist, denuclearize, denude, denumerable, denunciation, Denver boot, Denver omelet, Denver sandwich, and deny. There really were some good ones in here, so it is a little hard to pick. I mean, the dentist is a very important person in our lives, so that's a good one. Dentulous is a fantastic word, which just means having teeth. By the way, this is a back formation of edentulous or edentulous. They just, it used to have an E at the beginning, but they took off the E. What are other good ones, good ones in this episode? Oh, you know, denuclearize, that's pretty good, especially when you're talking about arms, which are like weapons, rockets, bombs, those kinds of things. I don't think that we should be using nuclearization in our weapons. Um, let's see, any other good ones? I mean, deny, it's, uh, it's an important word. Hmm, maybe not my favorite, but okay. I mean, I guess I kind of feel like, ooh, I think I kind of have to feel like I have to pick uh, denuclearize as the word of the episode. This is, this is very specifically about weapons. It says it twice in the definition. Um, nuclear power, as long as it's, you know, done well and safe, it's, uh, it's very clean. Uh, but, you know, we've seen problems with that, so that's a whole big ball of wax. But, um, you know, yeah, I don't think nuclear, the nuclear technology should necessarily be used in weapons. I don't want to be blowing people up. Let's, let's, let's fix our problems with words. That's what I think. Denuclearize all of our weapons. That's the song about denuclearizing the weapons. That is going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. We are coming back for another season, and we are here to answer the hard-hitting questions like, did Jodorowsky's Dune inspire the modern era of sci-fi? Why did we get two Dune video games from the same company in the same year? What was the real reason Disney dropped the production for Nimona? Is it Kingdom of the Sun or Kingdom in the Sun? Why is Sting so miserable? How many monsters did Godzilla fight? Why do studios in the U.S. think it's okay for them to make Godzilla movies? The Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride were supposed to be connected? 
is Crimson Peak just a reincarnation of Guillermo del Toro's The Haunted Mansion? Was Willem Dafoe really going to be a villain in Treasure Planet 2? And what, what is, is a Star, Star War? War? This season, we answer all these questions and more in the fourth season of How Did This Not Get Made? Starting June 17th, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.